0: To HeyYa Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYa podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast of Ya talk across a wide range of topics. I'm Tears of Price, and today I thought that I would chat about two really awesome graphic novels that I have finished up recently. It is getting towards the end of the year here, and if you are like me, you are sometimes motivated by hitting those reading goals. And so I've been keeping an eye on my reading log in my spreadsheet, and I know it's not a competition. And I know that I don't win a prize if I, you know, finish a set number of books. But if there was a competition, if there were prizes, I'd be all over that. Um, However, sometimes you like to just kind of squeak in more books at the end of the year and I think graphic novels are a great way to do that so I'm going to chat about two really awesome ones that I have read recently and really loved but first let us hear from our
1: sponsor today's episode is brought to you by the dial press publishers of the prospects by Katie hoffman The pressure cooker of minor league baseball leads to major chemistry in this exhilarating, sexy, and triumphant Rivals to Lovers debut romance. Gene Yonescu is the first openly trans player in professional baseball. He has nearly everything he's ever let himself dream of. That is until Luis Estrada, Gene's former teammate and current rival, gets traded to the Beavers. Now, Jean and Louise can't manage a civil conversation off the field or a competent play on it, but in the close confines of dugout benches and roadie buses, they begrudgingly rediscover a comfortable rhythm. As the two grow closer, the tension between them turns electric and their chemistry spills past the confines of the stadium. So this is one of the first adult rom-coms published by a major publishing house centering a gay trans man by a gay trans man. It also has ADHD and anxiety representation and some joyful, heartfelt moments. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to The Dial Press, Publishers of The Prospects by K.T. Hoffman for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Steve Aoki's HeroQuest, at your local bookstore or online at HeroQuest.com, and catch Steve live on the Heavenly Hell tour. HeroQuest is a graphic novel that is the story of a genetically augmented metahuman named Hero who travels into the multiverse 400 years into the future to save Earth from a disaster it cannot avoid. It has everything from mutants to robots, to zombies, to aliens, witches and more. It's a quest for ten rings of tremendous power from ten different worlds that will be needed to save our world from certain disaster. It's an epic journey that will require the hero named Hiro to be cursed to save the lives of billions on Earth. It's a story of heroism, wonder, betrayal and finally a revelation. This is the hero's journey. This is Hiro's quest. So the story was imagined by the mind of Steve Aoki and written by New York Times bestselling author Jim Kruger and Steve Aoki. So make sure to check it out and this episode comes thanks again to Steve Aoki's Hero Quest at your local bookstore or online at heroquest.com and catch Steve live on the Heavenly Hell tour. <laughs> So the first book that I
0: want to chat about is 12th Grade Night, which looks like is the start of a series called the Arden High series. It's book one. It is written by Molly Booth and Stephanie Strom. And the illustrator is Jamie Green. And this is a very delightful and unexpected graphic novel set at Arden High, which is very obviously inspired by Shakespeare. This is a retelling of Twelfth Nights, if you were unaware. But if you've never read Shakespeare, you've never read Twelfth Night, don't worry, you can still dive into this without, um, you know, being completely lost. Um, If you are familiar with Shakespeare, it's kind of fun because there are little jokes and, and nods to the bard. But you can totally go into it without having that background. So it is about Vi. Vi is really excited because she's starting Arden High. She used to go to a um, boarding school where there was a strict dress code where she had to wear skirts. And here at Arden High, she can wear whatever the heck she wants. And she is kind of excited about that. However, she is a bit upset because she has a twin brother who has been like with her every step of the way throughout her entire life but recently their father has passed away her brother has opted to stay at their old school while she is starting at this new school and that's you know pretty tough and so she is trying to find her way and she meets Orsino and Orsino is this very gorgeous and sort of moody poet and she really likes him. And unfortunately, he looks at her and sees that she is not traditionally feminine. She's a little bit gender non conforming and automatically assumes that she's not into guys. And he all of a sudden is asking her, Hey, can you help me woo my crush, Olivia? Now, you know, Olivia is gorgeous. She's a very femme girl who. Is not really interested in Norsino, but is definitely interested in Vi. So immediately you've got the very messy sort of circle of. Yeah, just just lots of messiness with romantic feelings and crushes. And it gets even messier when nobody at Arden High realizes that Vi has a twin brother who strikingly looks a lot like her now that their hair is both cut short and Vi doesn't um, wear feminine clothing. So this was a really funny sort of comedy slash romance. Set at this high school that is definitely unusual. Um, one thing that kind of took me by surprise, but in a good way, about this story is clearly you can tell that there's going to be more Shakespearean influences in, in following books. And this book is like just kind of quietly magical in the background and not a lot of attention is drawn to it. It just is. And I kind of love that. And I can't wait to see where um, the creators are going to go next with this series. So totally ticks all the boxes. If you want something that like is, you know, inclusive and queer in the sense that it's exploring identity and um, relationships But I also really enjoyed that it had this character at the center of I, who, you know, doesn't really fit the mold and sort of defies a lot of assumptions and expectations about who she is. And so she, you know, learns to speak up and stand on her own and, and kind of voice like who she is and what she wants. It's great if you like a little bit of romance. It's great if you like Shakespeare. It's great if you like a touch of magic. All of these things are here. And it was really delightful. So that is 12th Grade Night by Molly Booth, Stephanie Strom, and Jamie Green. All right. So my next pick is a graphic novel called Hollow. And it is written by Shannon um, Waters, who you might recognize, one of the co-creators of Lumberjanes, um, Brandon Boyer White and Bernice Now. Um, so this is a queer retelling of Sleepy Hollow with a little bit of a twist. Um, the protagonist here is Izzy Crane. She has just relocated to Sleepy Hollow because her mom got an amazing job in Sleepy Hollow, and this town is completely obsessed with the Headless Horseman, and um, to the point where Izzy's kind of like, "Are you kidding me? Like, give it a rest." But this town is so over the top over you know Washington Irving's story that there is an actual descendant of a Van Tassel. Her name is Vicky, and she's kind of in to do a lot of town things. Like she makes all these appearances at town events and they want her just doing a bunch of press. And she's like, no, please. I just, I I don't want to be tied to my legacy. I just want to live my life. Um, So when Izzy moves to town, Izzy immediately sets eyes on Vicky and really likes her. But Vicky is pushing her away at first because Vicky's like, oh, no, your last name is Crane. They're going to eat this up. I can't be seen with you, basically. Um, So that's not going very well until Vicky and Izzy happen to actually run into the haunted Headless Horseman himself and basically Izzy's like what the heck all the legends and the ghost stuff it's real um Vicky's like great this is the last thing I need but it turns out there is a twist the headless horseman um is not exactly what it seems and Vicky is in mortal peril and it's up to Izzy and their friend Croc to figure out how to save her basically um so I thought that this was a really fun twist um that classic Headless Horseman tale. And again, if you've not read um, The Sleepy Hollow Legend, you don't have to in order to go into this and still enjoy it and get it. But you know, there's a there's a few more fun nods to the original. Um, and so you you might get a little extra enjoyment out of it. But it's not necessary. And um, as an aside to you, I just have to say I really appreciate when YA authors and creators can come up with new ways to tell these classic stories and offer new twists and contemporary twists on these classic stories. I think um, retellings like these are what make the classics relevant and keep them exciting and sort of Um, on our radars. And this is just another really cool entry point into this classic literature. And it's queer, it's funny, it's romantic. It's all the things. It's got some um, great adventure to it. I don't know if this will be the end of uh, The Hollow world. If we might get more, I would totally be open to more stories about these characters and this world. So that is Hollow by Shannon Waters, Brandon Boyer-White, and Bernice Snell. So that is it for me this week. I hope that you are reading something great and that whatever you celebrate this season, you are celebrating with books somehow. So thank you to today's sponsor for making the show possible. You can follow me on Instagram at at tears of price for pictures of books and pets and all the fun things. And thank you so much to Jen Zing, our audio editor, for making Hey YA sound great. Erica and I will be back in another week. Uh, We're going to be talking about our favorite books of 2022. So you can tune in then. Uh, But until then, happy reading.